This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hi there, my name's John Leary and the name of this podcast is The Saturday Quiz. As always, I'm about to ask the 10 general knowledge questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper and my guests are going to try and answer them. The two people joining me today are both comedians who, between them, have won the Graham Kennedy Award for Most Popular New Talent Logie, <laughs> been the first one eliminated from the sixth season of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and cooked their way to the semi-finals of Celebrity Mastership. I'm sorry, I only had time to read one of their biographies. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Tom Ballard and Dilruk Jayasinha. Uh, uh, this is already my favourite podcast ever. So <laughs> it was very rude, Johnny. I'm sorry, well, Tom. I've been on Celebrity I'm Name sorry. Game, okay, and the fact that you mentioned that <laughs> is really rude, actually. Granted, so. yeah. It was a really fun show, that one. Did really you do? I really it. enjoyed it too. I, I it really, really I would do it for free just in home. I think it was a really fun game. You know what I mean? Do you remember uh, that one, Johnny? Not, it's like it's like no, you, I don't. Like, no, I'm a bit no one, of a blank yeah. face on that one. No what, one does. Tell me about it. You, it was it was a celebrity that was me and Dill on some episodes, and a bunch of other people would come out, and then you get a member of the public, and you have to try and match the answers. Or you right, synchronize, or, or like you have to you synchronize, yeah, right. and you try and get them to say the get them to guess the words without saying exactly what the words were. Kind of like kind of like celebrity heads. So you'll have something behind you, yeah. and for yeah. example, like I remember one that I stumbled on was like um, they got Madagascar, and they couldn't get something they tried so many different things and i think they finally said penguins and they're like <laughs> i was like oh madagascar and they're like yeah and i was like god you could have done so many different things but anyway but like stuff yeah, like that. Right. The, the, the best part of the show is that obviously they're trying to blow people's minds by the, ce- the celebrities are revealed right so oh, like yeah. a, a door will, will fly up or you walk out and oh it's merv hughes <laughs> Oh, you know, oh my God, I can't believe it. And of course, when I walked out there, I could see in this person's eyes, they had no idea who the fuck I was. Oh, so great. And the flip side happened with me, Tom, which was one of the episodes I did, the contestants, the the public, what the one of the contestants was Frenchie. This comedian who has like a, a million more followers than me, somehow he was the average contestant and I'm the celeb. What? That's funny. Oh Mike Babiglia, the uh, oh, yeah. American comedian Mike Babiglia, tells the story or has a bit about being on a celebrity golf tournament, looking around going, 
oh no, yeah. I'm the celebrity. Yes. Like, that's, yeah. that's the embarrassing it's thing. It's like that Woody Allen thing. It's like, I don't never want to be a part of a club that has me as a member. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh, hang yeah. on. If I'm the celebrity, God, this is really bottom God. of the barrel, isn't it? Yeah. Not, not to embarrass you, Dil, but that's actually Groucho Marx. I'm just saying this is a, this is a trivia <laughs> podcast and people want to learn things. But obviously Woody Allen's on your mind for some reason. You love Woody Allen. You endorse his politics and all his behavior. And so you went with that. So that's... Oh my god. See wow. what you've done? You've angered him, John, and now he's checking it out. <laughs> this is what happens well, when sorry. my credits are not acknowledged. <laughs> All right, fine. Award winning comedian, multiple, multiple awards. Actually, funny thing about this, Tom, is like literally I was having this conversation with someone about they're like, oh, you've got a Logie. And I was like, yeah, that's literally the only thing I've ever won. It's literally the only thing that I have in any form of credit. <laughs> well, I'm glad I mentioned it then. Thank in, you, in that case. Thank you. <laughs> now, as we were talking about trivia, Tom, mm. you, were, you were saying that it was, in fact, Groucho Marx that said, yeah. oh, I wouldn't want to be a member of any club that, that would have me. Do we get a bonus point for that or something is yeah like- sure you get a bonus point Thank you. but yeah on this podcast i ask my guests if they have a favorite piece of trivia do either of you have a favorite piece of trivia uh I'll go with one of the most useless bit of information that i've ever come across and i can't get it out of my head yeah is that the word arctic is sort of the greek word for bear or with bear and antarctic means without bear so if you ever need to know where the polar bears are they're in the arctic and the not bear or Antarctic is the south where there's penguins. So yeah. it's a very penguin yeah, heavy episode work. so far. Yeah, I think it's Arctos <laughs> is maybe the Greek word for bear. And you can see you it also refers to the what do you call it in the sky, the stars? Sun constellation. Ah. <laughs> the constellation of the bear. Ah. You can see in the northern hemisphere, but you can't see it in the southern hemisphere. Oh, there wow. you go. Trivia. Yeah, there you go. That's trivia. so. That's so crazy. That's the label they went with. Just a yeah. giant landmass that is at the top and bottom of the globe, and we yeah. went with that one's got bears, and that one doesn't have bears. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like yeah. learning the L thing on your hands to remember which one's left and right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. But you you're actually wrong uh, there, Tom. There is no landmass at the top of the. Oh God. Earth. All right. No. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, there's actually yeah. no such thing as a fish. Oh, yeah. I watch QI. For oh. the listeners, this is my first time meeting John, I believe, and no, I'm I already, I'm already like, oh, he's one of those. Uh, actually, um, actually, I think you're f- actually, oh, well, you're actually, fine. this podcast could be called <laughs> Well, Actually. Yeah. Um, but Tom, do you have a favourite piece of trivia? Well, my mind always goes to this one. I used to have a joke about this. Uh, I got it from a little. Remember those little facts that you would get on the lid of a. Sunrise the juice, sunrise the, juice oh. thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, not a yep. Uh, and it was that pigs can't look up, um, and uh, the, the, something about their neck muscles and the way that they're just evolved. They the b- pigs do not have the ability to look upwards towards the sky. And my hilarious joke was like, oh, that we should have we should change the saying about something being unlikely. We shouldn't say that. Oh, that'll happen when pigs fly. We mm. should say that'll happen when pigs develop the ability to look up. Oh wow! And, and everyone yeah, award-winning Tom Heller, <laughs> by the way, won a Helpman Award, I believe, or nominated, or whatever. I Either want that way. one. Thank He's you. He's a literally literary genius. This guy. <laughs> oh, I like that. I, I really like that. But I question the truth of that. Can they really not look up? 
What have we got here? It is physically impossible for pigs to look up straight to the sky. It's the anatomy of their neck muscles and the spine that limits the movement of their head and restricts them to look totally upwards. Oh, well, there you go. Is, it, okay. is this in the similar vein of cows? You can take a cow up the stairs, but you can't take them down the stairs? Oh, have you got you that can't... one? Yeah, right. It's physically yeah. impossible for a pig to look up at the sky because their body evolved in a way to prioritize finding food. I suppose. I mean, what, what? what does a pig need to look up to for? Fair, What's nothing's no hawk is gonna s- like soar down and pick it up. Why, why? Why do they care what's happening above their line of sight? Yeah, sure. Okay. To be fair, it feels All like right, me we'll, these days we'll with, with what's happening with the political situation in the world. I'm like, I'm just going to keep my head down and try and eat as <laughs> yeah. much truffle as don't I can. Scroll. That's the, uh, <laughs> don't scroll. Yeah. Don't look up. Yeah. Don't look anything up on yeah. the internet. Don't, 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 don't look up. Stop looking things up. I mean, I have <laughs> just looked up here. According to ChatGVT, pigs are able yeah. to look up, but it's not a common posture for them as they are primarily ground-dwelling animals. They may wow, look up they when they go. are grazing or exploring their surroundings, but their eyes are positioned on the side of their head, which gives them a wide field of view rather than See, a focus yeah. on the sky. See, that, that's me. I'm with ChatGPT on this one. Additionally, right. their necks are not as flexible as other animals, so they may have difficulty looking directly upward. I mean, that's a different fact, isn't it? See, I that's don't nothing. think they can't that's look up. <laughs> they just, you know... They just go, oh, why, why bother? Well, see, you guys are looking up those facts, which are hard to find. I'm looking up things like Tom Ballard Awards. We know Best Newcomer 2009, Melbourne International Thank Comedy you. Festival. Yes, Edinburgh. Yeah, a, a Helpman Award in 2016, winner. Best Australian show at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Yeah, wow. God. All right, Johnny, let's do question one. Come on. <laughs> All right, question one. Here we go. Does the Spanish word pequeña mean large or small? Pequeña? Pequeña. Pequeña. So it's P-E-Q-U-E-N with a little hat on it and an A. Hmm. One day I will learn what, what those little hats are called. I know the two dots are umlaut. Oh, that's an umlaut? I right. believe the Thank two you. dots are umlaut. I don't know what the, 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 the hat is. Uh, Tom, have you got anything? I've got, I, I mean, I know it's a 50-50 shot here, but I'd like to see if there was some kind of process behind it. But I'm drawing blanks here. Pequeña. Large or small? I mean, like Grande, I, I believe, mm. is, is... A great is, singer. She's wonderful. Very talented. She's <laughs> part of the Mickey Mouse Club. Yes, we're aware. <laughs> is it, am I crazy? Is Grande a thing? Grande's a thing, isn't it? Gra- Grande's yeah. a thing that you order at Starbucks. Yeah. yeah but relating to a size. Yes. But it's, yes. The As opposed to a venti. <laughs> I think you're on the right track there, Tommy. If Grande is big... Pequeña must be... And also, doesn't it sound cute? Like, pequeña. Just a little yeah. pequeña, you know? Like, yeah. I've almost heard Spanish people use that as like a term of endearment for like a little, like a child or a, or yeah, a, or a yeah, loved sure. one, maybe. So I'd, I'd yeah, go, go with, with that. Yeah, let's go with pequeña. Now, are we playing against each other, Tom, or are we on the same side? No, you're very much on the same, same team. Yes. Team comedy. Yeah, team comedy against no one. So against well, you're, actually, you're sure to win <laughs> against me as well. Actually, yeah, let's go with uh, small. Let's say that means yeah, small. very good. Of course, it's small, and of course, you're right. Grande is large. Beautiful. Very well done. Question number two: What ancient city became the capital of the Roman Empire during the reign of Constantine the Great in AD three thirty? Oh my God! Woof. I mean, how are you generally with his, like? Old, old history, Tom. Are you good with, like, Roman, Greek, that stuff? Or? No, all that stuff, I just immediately, yes, my, my brain starts to... Is it fair to melt. say you're very, quite, like, knowledgeable about, say, modern history? Let's say post, I mean, especially Australian and stuff like that. Like, you know, you a little bit have a better grasp of all that stuff, is it? 
19th, 20th, I'd say, is, is much more in my wheelhouse. Yes. Yeah. Anything yeah, in the okay. Bible or, like, yeah, the Roman Empire, I really don't know what the hell they were up to. Those crazy <laughs> yeah, okay. I reckon you could work this one out, though. Okay. So, well, well it feels... What was it? You said the Roman. What was it in Constantine? Yeah, so Constantine the Great was the emperor. He sounds uh, like a Greek person. <laughs> you know, maybe that's because sure. he just sounds like Constantinople or whatever. Which I believe was in Greece. Ooh. <laughs> okay, no? no, I will. Cr- no. I will step in here. Okay, please, step please help me. Help me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we create an international incident. <laughs> yes, I, I think they're very chill about these kind of questions around uh. this, this, this part of the world. Uh, Constantinople is the former name of Istanbul, which is the capital oh, yes. of Turkey. So I would right. say Constantinople, yes, right. okay. not the capital. Not the capital. It oh, is, it's it one is of those. An- okay. Ankara or Ankara is the capital of Turkey. Well, actually, uh, well, Ankara actually, is yes, the yes, capital yes. of Turkey. It was a capital at, at one point. <laughs> so Ankara is the capital of Turkey. But uh, yeah, you're talking about Istanbul. Which was formerly Constantinople, which, which is what I think is the answer or what we should submit as our answer is that was the capital of the Roman Empire. Which is absolutely the correct answer. Very well done. Hey! At the time, the city was known as... Uh, the city of Byzantium, but he renamed it. So the the emperor Constantine renamed it New Rome, with, with little imagination. Yeah, that's where the font but comes from, was, I believe. That's where the what? The font New Times Roman. Oh, New, yeah. <laughs> New Times. Yep. Yes. The, and you, then it was renamed again as Constantinople after himself. And it subsequently remained the capital of the Roman Empire for more than a thousand years. Whoa. Wow. Oh, crazy? really? Yeah. That, that, the he fact that it's a th- thousand years and it's like, it's such a nothing knowledge for us now. I love that yeah. at some point in time, this was the most important thing. But fast forward long enough, no one gives a shit. Which makes me also sometimes, there's a sense of relief when you think about all the shit that we're going through now. And just know that in 2000 years, we're completely forgotten. Yeah. It'll just be, it'll be a quiz question on you know, <laughs> yeah, someone's yeah. dumb podcast. And then even after that, the sun's going to explode one day, rendering all human endeavour completely pointless. Right, <laughs> <Try>, exactly. <laughs> We're not up to that yet. All right, question number three. We're two Singer... for two, by the way, just reminding yeah, everyone. Yeah, you're doing very well, We're doing very well. <laughs> Singer Robbie Williams was once a member of which oh, I got this. boy I band? Got this. And got this. you've got a multiple choice, but I think... You no, we don't this. need multiple choice. Tom, do you need multiple choice for this? Uh oh! I'm gonna do that thing where I think I definitely know it, and then I'm gonna forget. Was it Westlife? Oh my god! It was. You know what? Can I revoke your homosexual membership? Because no, it's not Westlife. I think it doesn't work like that. Okay, look. Which one was it? It starts with T. Two T's. Uh, I've gone blank. Go on. Uh, it is the incredible band. Take that, featuring it Robbie Williams. That. Very well Gary done. Gary Barlow. Oh yes, keep Mark going. Mark Owen. Mark Owen, wow. uh, Jason something, and Harry. I can't remember the last guys, the last names. <laughs> but I know it's Jason and Harry. <laughs> you really ran out of steam at the end. No, it was, <laughs> I know. I, really, was... I, thought, I thought as I keep going, it might come back to me. But then I went, well, look, getting Mark Owen is pretty impressive. I'm, I'm happy you, with that. You're talking about uh, Jason Orange. Oh, yes, Jason I am. Orange. And Howard Donald. Ah, no, I wouldn't have got that. Jesus but Jason Orange Donald. was in the wheelhouse for sure. <laughs> yeah. The band itself, Take That, was the brainchild of band manager. Do you remember the manager's name? No. Nigel Martin-Smith. Okay. In 1990, he, he built the band around singer-songwriter Gary Barlow. 
So you're right. Did you name them all? Gary Barlow, Gary Howard, Barlow Howard Donald, Jason and Mark Owen. Owen. They're still going around as Take That right oh, now. Those three. So one of my weirder habits that I do uh, once I have my completely legal prescription marijuana at night to help me sleep, my YouTube algorithm already knows what mood I'm in and starts suggesting <laughs> me. And for some reason, I've gone on a take that hole recently and I watched the whole journey between Robbie Williams falling out as well as their oh, yeah. uh, take that trying to do a, you know, their tour by themselves, just the four of them, and somehow Robbie crushing them on his own. And then, you know, his alcohol addiction that came with it. And then the reunion. I watched this wonderful interview between Gary and Robbie talking about those early years and the fights that they had. And it all comes back to the fact that Robbie was like 16 or 17 or something during all of 16 that. 16 when they, when they started. Yeah. yeah. And he was like Crazy. the kid. And he, Way too young. And it was kind of sweet to see Gary say that he feels responsible that he didn't look after to him more and I was like oh and meanwhile I'm crying watching take that video <laughs> amazing well well done you got that very quickly the other multiple choices Tom you were right Westlife was one of the options yep. and the other one is can you new, guess new kids on the, the block other? or they would have gone to the, no. the British one would have been Boyzone it was another British one Boyzone very well done mm. Jill Rock yeah do you want the boys' or own names? Okay, uh, it is Rowan. <laughs> no, thank oh you. God. No, thank you. We, we don't have Stephen Gately. Uh, <laughs> I'm revoking your straight license here. <laughs> Question number four. In education, the acronym TAFE stands for technical and what education. And there's a bonus point for naming what VET or V-E-T stands for. Uh, I might tap out here, Tom. I don't think I know technical. So the A is and? Correct. So we're just technical after the F. And I believe it's further, further education. Very well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and that so... stands for vocational education and training. Oh, what? look at you. Well, my mum uh, is a teacher at TAFE and taught at TAFE for a very, very long time. And also, I briefly touched on this in my book, I Millennial, One Snowflake Screed Against Boomers, Billionaires and Everything Else, published by Simon & Schuster, in which I discussed the privatisation of... It's a very funny book. Uh, privatisation... <laughs> it sounds it. <laughs> of the education system. <laughs> and it was... I don't know if people remember the, the VET fee scandal from a few years ago, which was basically under the Labor government, just let a whole bunch of private providers come into the vocational market and what do you know? And charge what they want. And charge whatever they want, providing qualifications that were like flimsier than a fucking pen license, ripping people off left, right and centre, trying to just sign anyone up to any kind of course and then providing them no education at all. Surprise, surprise, the market is an enemy towards education and the growing, the benefit of society. We need a revolution today and we need to overthrow the capitalist class. I, Amazing. I know the all five bad members of Boyzone and Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> what did you... Hey, Tom, what did your um, mum teach at TAFE? She taught lots of things, mainly English, English, and particularly in more recent years, like English as a second language. So a lot of uh -huh. migrant students trying to uh, brush up on the English skills. She was a teacher for a while and then also just a, a teacher's assistant. I mean, she retired and then she kept doing it as a volunteer because she's a bloody nice person who just loves <laughs> helping people learn that's English so words. Funny. So, um, Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that's she loves incredible. it. Wow. She was staying, and even since she worked in there, it was, and it's crazy, like there were... 84 TAFEs in the country in 2001 and now there's less than 30 or something like yeah. the whole system's been kind of screwed over so it's yeah. like just got it just like really yeah. Yeah. is that because they're trying to push more people into university as opposed to TAFE 
Is that no? no that as Tom touched on before, they're trying to push more people into the private system, right? Because TAFE TAFE is the government-owned um, not-for-profit tertiary, yeah, yeah. public right. education. Okay. part of the public education, public system, education. But it's focused on yeah, on on on, on skills and training, vocational stuff. Mm. Yeah, from everything from learning to be a real estate agent to hairdressers and stuff are all trained often through the TAFE system. We had a world-class system, and then it got decimated as the. Um, oh God, I'm not going to be funny about this. As uh, as, as <laughs> don't, don't, please don't be because just as it's the value really of public thing. education goes down, they go, oh yeah, the market can provide this education, and it'll it'll work out fantastically. Right. But, you know, it, it just doesn't. Yeah. 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 And now they're going back. Like in Victoria, they got fee-free TAFE. And so the government's like, hey, look at us, everyone. TAFE's free again. You don't have to pay to go to TAFE. It's like, well, originally, no one had to goddamn pay to go to TAFE. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a good idea then, and it remains a good idea now. It's so, good now. yeah. Yeah. Good. Thank you. <laughs> Funny stuff. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad I had you on this podcast for that question. That was, that was excellent. Mm. All right. Question number five. What ailment that commonly affects travellers is also called kinetosis? Kinetosis. Yeah. Kin- K-I-N-E-T-O-S-I-S. So kin, kin on that sort of word reminds me of touch, like, you know, kinesthetic, kinesiology, that sort of kind of thing. So yeah, nice. That's what that is. The hitting from- zone? The Greek, yeah, yeah. Um, what do common travellers get in terms of touch-based thing? Because I was going to say, you know, gastro, but uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> is it is it something to do with deep vein thrombosis (DVT) where you're like not moving oh, too much? No, but that doesn't feel doesn't feel right. Yeah, mm. I I like where your head has gone, but you you've gone gone off. I think you've misunderstood uh, the root word. Mm. Um, kinetikos is the r- Greek root word, and Which it means doesn't no mean no bears. <laughs> 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 it doesn't mean touch. You're in the right okay, region, okay, okay. though. But Skin. it actually mo- means to move. Oh, to move. To move. I, so, okay. Yes. Kinetic I'm, is movement. Okay, movement. Yes. Okay. I would suggest jet lag then. Oh, oh jet lag is another. Another good guess, but not quite. Oh, it's not just travellers, uh, like internationally. It's it's travellers, and and usually it's travellers on a smaller mode of transport. Oh, uh, so is it so sickness? Yeah, it's it's travel sickness oh. or seasickness okay, or the movement. You know, yes. <laughs> motion Hang sickness. On. Sorry, I'm sorry, I said seasickness, and Doric said sore bum. <laughs> What? Talk, talk me through your thinking here, Daryl. What's what? going on? I, Are you okay? <laughs> what trips have you been going on? Have you been going to Fire on, Island? What the cru- fuck? I, you- I, I went on this cruise with a, with a bunch of dudes. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's it's because I thought you sit in the one place for so long and you get that right. soreness. Oh. So above. yeah, that's right. very Greek, isn't it? So above. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! I'm gonna to have to put a warning on this oh, podcast. Sorry, sorry, sorry kitties. Sorry, yeah. All right. Uh, so motion sickness, basically. Yes. So it's motion sickness. So okay. from the Greek, kinetikos or kinein, which is to move, mm. and osis. Osis means state or abnormal condition or action. Yeah, right. So yeah, very well done. Do either of you get motion sickness um, regularly? Did you do the helicopter last weekend, Tom? Two weeks ago, we had a gig where we had to go in helicopters. 
Like yes, seriously? Yes. Yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flirt and helicopter. Yeah. Wow. No, where was that? Uh, it was at a winery. It was called the Comedy in the Vines Festival. It was in Nagambi. So it was Ooh, about la, a half la. an hour helicopter ride from Melbourne. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. I must say. I guess that's more vertic- vertigo. Yeah, oh, I was yeah, meant yeah. to go with Tom in the helicopter that day, but then I got stopped at airport security because of the way I look. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. I, I actually, ironically, had severe food poisoning from um i came via singapore and had some dodgy laksa and so i couldn't i was like there's no way i'm going to be trapped on a helicopter with no access to a toilet that was maybe the closest i felt to maybe having a bit of motion sickness because the movement wasn't natural to say when we fly or drive but the helicopter was Mm -hmm. the first but it could have been the food poisoning so we don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. and by the way up until the age of 13 I thought motion sickness had to do with, I don't know, do you guys ever, uh, it might be a Sri Lankan thing, but we used to refer to diarrhea as having loose motions. And <laughs> so I motion thought, sickness. I was... thought motion sickness was you get diarrhea. Yeah. So no, you sure. were kind of right with sore bum. That's, um... <laughs> what did you think locomotion was about? Did you... <laughs> a Spanish person having diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy, crazy shit. Crazy Some diarrhea. Crazy shit. <laughs> Ah, brilliant. All right, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Dilruk Jayasena and Tom Ballard, and we are up to question number six. The internet country code top-level domain for Australia is .au. What country is .mm the code for? MM, Marshall Mathers, M&M's house. M&M, yeah. Yeah. Uh, M&M. I, don't, I believe Malaysia is M-E, I think. I don't know if that's actually true, but it doesn't feel like M-M. That's the first M country that came to mm-hmm. mind. It's good. It's it's not Malaysia, so... Okay, you, all right. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Thomas? But you're, kind of, you're reasonably close geographically, if that if you want a little clue. I mean, geography is uh, not my strength. Other M countries. Madagascar, I was Morocco. Gonna, Maldives. Uh, Maldives. Malta. No, get get closer back to, to Asia. Asia. Guys. What are you doing? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. What are the other Asian countries? I gave you a big them? clue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> An Asian country that begins with M. Uh, Mingapore, Minor, Japan, Mongol. Oh, Mongolia. No, not Mongolia. Damn. No, M M. So if you just say, make two sounds that both have M in them. <laughs> No, both of us are just like, like what you're saying our first word. A wonderful clue if we know what the fucking answer is. If we don't, quite hard, actually. Dude, just say the... Come on, China. Yeah, you definitely can get this. So we're in Asia. There are currently 308 delegated country code top-level domains. Yeah. So let's not go through all of them. Okay, so it's definitely... Oh, shit. Well, we're in Asia, yeah? You're in Asia. Okay. But l- let me give you this little bit of information. Even Antarctica has its own one. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's AQ. Dot AQ. Oh, okay. How many websites are registered in Antarctica? A few. Yeah, gosh. Um, MM. I mean... Yeah, this is... At, I literally have an atlas above my computer here, so I've had oh, yeah, a do that. cheeky look. Well, yeah. what, what date is your... Uh, is your atlas? Oh, yeah. oh, wait, is this some that, Myanmar? Myanmar is the oh, right answer. Oh, wow! There you go. 
So Myanmar has the country code dot mm. Very well As done. As Tom said, if you knew the answer, that was a great clue that you gave us. <laughs> just yeah, right. You just have to go meow meow. That's like <laughs> you're there. When did they change from Burma to Myanmar? Is that that happened quite a while ago, right? I believe there was a reference to it on Seinfeld, as far as I can remember. So at least in the nineties. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I think so. interestingly, there was still uh, uh, up until two thousand ten. Mm. There was still dot yu for uh, the country code for Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. and so they 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 deleted that from the internet, making it uh, possibly the largest uh, country code top level domain ever and removed, and taking with it all that information. Content. Or yeah. yeah. So does that all mean yu websites. is up for grabs if someone wants to grab it? Like Yui Steins or someone wants YU. to grab it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Question number seven. Which car manufacturer produces the electric leaf model? Oh, my God. All right. Well, the only electric car thing I know, Tom, is Tesla. But Uh I can't, you Mm. know, I don't know any other electric car manufacturers. You're a bit of an environmentalist, Tom. You you care about people's future and the world being on fire. Do you have any? Do you have an electric car, Tom? I do not. I've never owned a car. I'm just on Ooh. my little bike. The, the cleanest form of transport of all. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I um, mean, you could just walk around and that's probably cleaner, but sure. Yeah, can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> um, the leaf, that does ring a bell in some way. Almost, uh, it, 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 can you tell us, is this a car being produced now or this is a car, a, a more electric car that has been produced in the past? No, it is being produced now. It was right. first produced in 2010. Right. And it was the world's first mass market electric and zero emission vehicle. Wow. And it is a big seller. It is massive uh, around the world. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Ah, uh, and it's it's one of the big car makers, car manufacturers. Yeah. This is not this, this uh, car manufacturer's first electric vehicle, though. Their first electric vehicle made by this company was in 1947. Whoa! Uh, when it was called the Tama T A M A, and it was that's when that was made. I'm going to give you a little clue. It was, it's a Japanese brand of car, oh. because at the time Japan was suffering from an acute shortage of oil and that kind of situation. But they had a surplus of electricity since there was almost no home appliances or bulk users of electricity. So they made these. Tama cars uh, that they used for taxis and uh, delivery vehicles for you know for about a decade. Mm. Mm. God damn. Yeah. Now I'm drawing complete blanks. I, I think this. I mean, I mean, we've definitely dropped a few questions along the way, but this feels like the big, <laughs> the one that I don't know if so you're going to come close to. Japanese car manufacturer. Okay, so Toyota, Mitsubishi, uh, Honda, Honda, Yamaha. Uh, Nissan Starts with N Nissan, Nissan is the right oh. answer Very well done You got there eventually Yeah, <laughs> only the 8th guess <laughs> So yeah, the Nissan Leaf Is, is the, the world's first mass market Electric and zero emission vehicle Oh wow there you Let go. me get to question number 8 Which former British Prime Minister Did current PM Rishi Sunak This month appoint as Foreign Secretary so, oh, you, Thomas Ballard, 
I know there's a brown man's name mentioned and I'm supposed to know what that guy is up to, but I've seen some of his policies and it shits me so much that I don't want to know anything about it. Yeah, how does, how does the Sri Lankan... I mean, he's, he's not Sri Lankan, no. but does the Sri Lankan community take any heart in the fact that the British Prime Minister is... Yeah! Oh my Rishi God, Sunak? we were so excited. No, honestly, because yeah. you the, the way when you raised in it's a colonial... Thing. Like, yeah. It's So the generation that I grew up in and the one before really still is stuck in this idea that the, the, the white is better and being white is like the, you know, the, uh, whether it's movies and everything, it's, it's always been white, right? This idea of seeing a brown person in a, a position of power outside of your own little thing is, is, is foreign. It's, it's, a, it's an un- understandable concept. As soon as there's one of them, there's a genuine celebration of going, oh, wow, like a fellow brown person made it that far. And then you hear him say shit and you're like, oh, like, <laughs> God, no, 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 no. That's not what we stand for, like most of us stand for. Right, so if you yeah. just watch Rishi Sunak on mute, you mute, can be like, yes, yes. I, I social tried. justice win. Yeah. Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it was David Cameron, Jody. Uh, David was Cameron, indeed Prime David Cameron. Do you know what David Cameron's official title is now? Now that he's been appointed to the Foreign Affairs. Well, yeah, to, to be put back into the government, he had to yes. be admitted to the House of Lords. The House of Lords, yes. Lord so Lords. he, yes, he's Lord, Lord Cameron. Cameron. He's actually Baron Cameron of Chipping Norton. And he fucked a pig? Is that right? I believe he, we could definitely lock that in. We know that for sure that he fucked a pig. <laughs> yeah, well, but was yes. the pig facing upwards or not? That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, the, the pig couldn't look him in the eye. I think that's the... Uh, that's <laughs> he the lost eye contact and he really couldn't get that eye contact. God. Uh, I think we should move right along uh, before I get sued. Question number nine. The, national, the Australian National Dictionary Centre chose what sports-related term as its 2023 Word of the Year? Wow, I really peaked with um, Take That and Robbie Williams, didn't I? <laughs> you sure <laughs> it's did. It's really been downhill for me but since. But look, this is your sports question on this podcast. Uh, there's always in this quiz a mm. sports question. And I've got to say, this is a pretty soft one. Pretty Okay, so it must do with something of a sporting thing that was significant this year. Indeed. Um, I can think of the was Matildas. to our was, uh, nation. So Matildas was probably the Matildas biggest sporting thing? Matildas is the right... Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Very well done. Tom, you look like you knew that all along and you were letting Dilrook get there. I know. This will sound like I'm making it up, but I did genuinely know that. But okay. I also believed in Dilrook and I thought that he could get it. Oh, thanks, man. So what, yeah. So, so they made that the word of the year, Matildas. Matilda is the word of the year for the, according to the Australian National Dictionary Centre. Yeah. Did you watch, were you part of the more than 11 million Australians that watched the semi-final match against England at the Women's World Cup? I did. I was in Edinburgh. And so it was was on at like 11am during the Fringe. And there was a huge turnout of Australians and English people in the beer garden of um, pub and a venue at Edinburgh Fringe. And it was incredible. Yes. Yeah. Demoralising. But that goal... All the Australians leapt to their feet. I bet. Oh my God, that would have been enormous. Sam Kerr. It was genuinely one of the more wonderful things to be part of, I guess, since I've moved here, which is I don't think I'd ever felt that level of everyone being on the same side for that. Like it, it has felt so divisive over the last pretty much since COVID, I guess, there's been just so much division. And this is the first time you felt like, hey, we're all on the same side. How cool. Yeah. Um, and I, was, I found it quite interesting because over the weekend that we've just had, Australian men's cricket won the World Cup. And there's so little 
like song and dance about something that <laughs> from where I come from is like the Holy Grail, you know? Yeah. And so as my brother and dad put it, like the wind was wasted on Aussies because it doesn't <laughs> seem like we, we sh- because if this was, if India won the World Cup that night, there, there would have been a public holiday for sure, you know, like mm. 1.4 billion people would have been celebrating. And all of a yeah. sudden in Australia, I wake up, I'm like, everyone's like, oh yeah, the Aussies won. It's just like a, something in the back page. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is one of the coolest things yeah, to happen. Absolutely. All right, last question, final question of the podcast. Question number 10. Is a chimpanzee a monkey or an ape? Oh, my God. Now, first of all, I'll come clean here. I did not know there was a differentiation between uh, a monkey and an ape. I kind of, I assume, like, the ape family that humans belong to has a cousin called the monkey. And I did not realize that this was a whole other short run. Uh-huh. I just well, felt yeah. that I thought it was just an ape umbrella and under the ape umbrella comes all these different ah. monkeys, humans, gorillas. Well, no, that umbrella, well actually, that <laughs> umbrella is called primates. So we're all ah. primates. Okay, okay, right. And that takes in apes and monkeys and there are primates that are neither apes nor monkeys. Ooh. So like lemurs are not monkeys. You not mean the apes, comedian Anthony Limo? He's not a monkey. Yeah, yeah Limo. Limo. Limo is not a monkey. Wow. Well, he's, he's probably an ape. Stop the but, press. Uh, now, to answer this question, I, know, I do know a little bit about this. The great apes include gorillas, orangutans, bonobos, and chimpanzees, I believe. And what? there's one more. And human beings. Very well done. It, then maybe, Tom, you might have answered it then. Because the question was chimpanzees are a, a monkey, monkey or, or an ape. And if you... yeah. Isolated he sure five. did answer it. I feel like we'll they're, call it they're monkey. An ape. They're apes. They're apes. The most <laughs> obvious. What is? Tell me the most obvious difference between monkeys and apes. Opposable thumbs. No, because monkeys. Some monkeys have have that as well. Tails. It is the presence or absence of a tail. Ah. With only a couple oh, yes. of exceptions, all monkeys have tails. Right. But no apes have tails. Right. So, yeah, to find out does. Look at the bum. That's the... Uh... <laughs> and we, are, we share like 99% of the same DNA as a chimpanzee. Is that right? Something, something like that. that. But we very, also very shared high. like 98. something like 89% with a banana. So... You know. <laughs> are you sure you didn't, you're not like, dyslexic and read bonobo? Gene- <laughs> I'm sorry. Genetics I'm sorry, don't sir. really tell you, you know, a great deal. I don't think. Yeah, you're right. It's all bullshit. The world's only 4,000 years <laughs> can, old, isn't it? Can, <laughs> Can you, can I just, on a serious note, right? Like I consider myself an atheist and I'm always like, yeah, I'm evidence-based and I'm science-based, blah, 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 blah. I don't know jack shit about evolution. I just accept it because there's supposedly people who have looked into it. But really, that is a genuinely a faith-based position that I've taken. I myself have no clue how evolution works. But I'm like, yeah, yeah it's evolution. It's not God. But you it know? kind of makes sense, right? Well, I feel like Carl Pilkington on a Ricky Gervais podcast right now. Sure. Like, I, I know they've had sure. this discussion, but I remember thinking like the idea that a jellyfish is as evolved as a human being just somehow mm. is like, I'm like, okay, if you say so, but it's fucking 80% <laughs> water. How can that? Yeah. It, can't, it doesn't know how to, you know, jump on a podcast and listen to Boyzone. Is it yes. as evolved? I as believe as Ricky Gervais put it, if they're around, it's working. If you're <laughs> around it's working yeah it's, it's hard to think about evolution without having the idea of a, some kind of goal right as if everyone is evolving to towards some being kind of, like perfect like we're always trying to improve or get better but that's no it's just to survive it's just to keep going and survive. Yeah. so if you are so if you are still around today then yes it is then it's working evolution, evolution is working working yes. yeah wow 
Yeah. Well done. My goodness. We have traversed some some topics and some... Uh, yeah, we've gone here, there and everywhere today. Thank you so much for doing the quiz. You are both performing on Monday the 4th of December. You're both doing a live taping of your comedy shows at the Corner Hotel in Richmond. Dilrook, your show, Heartstopper, is mm-hmm. on at 6.30. Doors open at 6. And Tom, yours is Tom Ballard Live. Live. On at 8.30. How exciting. Very exciting. I'm doing, for those of who came to the comedy festival it's the same show that i did at the comedy festival but it's being taped live it's about a heart attack that i had last year so lots of fun and real uh, real joyful stuff coming out of me about a near-death experience so that was um, evolution trying to get rid of you dill evolution <laughs> trying to well, if I'm here, breed out the weaker the weaker of the species <laughs> Also, combined, I think, Tom, you and I, we are doing a gig in Orange, New South Wales together, I believe, on March 1st and March 2nd. Is that right? Oh, yeah, if there are people in other parts of the, the country yeah, listen to that. Just, yes, I, I think might as well plug that as well. Yeah, at the factory in, uh, espresso cafe. Did you say March? Yes, March 24th. It's a long, it's a long way away. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. I know. I'll, I'll set a reminder for my, uh, <laughs> for my listeners. <laughs> Um, yeah, but for the taping, we should uh, say it, it, they just so people know you can. It's cheaper to buy tickets to both if you like. So if you want to see oh both yeah. shows, then you can do like little a little double deal on the Monday the fourth, and you can stick around and enjoy the beautiful, cool rock and roll vibe of mm. the quarter and see us yeah, both filming. You absolutely shows. should, and you can get your tickets by going to tickets.cornerhotel.com or comedy.com.au or comedy.com. Dot y N or whatever that you <laughs> Thanks so much for doing the quiz, guys. Oh, it's been an so absolute much, pleasure having you on. Thanks, Thank Johnny. You, mate. That was really fun. See you next time. <laughs>